Hello, BitMartians. Nathan here with a special product announcement. BitMart has just come out with a brand new NFT collection that lets you vote on which projects you want to see listed on your favorite exchange. It's called Vote to Earn, and it's just like it sounds. With this special NFT, you can vote for potential projects to be listed on BitMart and earn special airdrops if those projects meet the voting threshold. Check out BitMart's NFT marketplace today to snag yours. Now, back to the podcast. It's time for the non-fungible news. We start off with this story from Coindesk. Nearly $2 billion in royalties have been made on NFT marketplaces, but most creators have shared only a fraction of that amount, according to Galaxy Digital Research Associate Salman Qadir. What's more, Qadir told Coindesk TV's first mover, is that the market for royalties may be dwindling. Because they're driven by market volume and velocity of the NFT space in general, not many people are making tons of money from royalties, Qadir said. Royalties, which are considered to be social norms enforced by marketplaces, Kadir said are used as ways for creators to earn money on their work. According to Galaxy Digital's most recent report, NFT creators have made more than $1.8 billion in royalties from secondary sales. That number, however, may be skewed as 80% of that amount was made by 482 creators, as previously covered here on the NFN. As well, the value is calculated at the time of the transaction and does not gauge whether creators cashed out or held on to their earnings. Also, as previously reported, the challenge for royalty-based platforms may be the emergence of zero-royalty marketplaces such as Yaw, that's with three Ws, and Hadeswap. Magic Eden, which has 90% of the NFT share on Solana, made the royalty-based requirement optional a couple of weeks ago after feeling some heat from zero-royalty competitors, suggesting a significant shift. What platform is used by creators dictates the kind of marketplaces that can thrive. OpenSea, which does have royalties, still has around 80% of the NFT marketplace volume on Ethereum. On Solana, NFTs tend to be worth less money and tend to attract a mercenary type of trader who wants to flip, Kadir said. Ethereum, on the other hand, is home to most of the valuable NFTs in the space. Kadir continued by saying that whether royalties will be around in the next 5 to 10 years is a heated debate that will depend on whether they are seen as a key value proposition for online marketplaces. Moving on now to the European Union, staying with news from Coindesk. Further European Union legislation on NFTs could be issued if requested by lawmakers, an official from the bloc's executive arm said on Wednesday. The parliament is working on a resolution on NFTs, said Peter Kirstens, head of the European Commission's Financial Technology Task Force, speaking on a procedure which members of the European Parliament set to choose their wishes on a particular policy issue. The EU's Market and Crypto Assets Law, or MICA, left the treatment of NFTs, which offer digital proof of ownership, somewhat ambiguous. But that uncertainty could leave the door open for further policy action, said Kirstens, who is also a senior advisor at the commission department responsible for financial services. While legally the commission isn't obliged to comply with lawmakers' wishes, if there is a strong political indication or a wish for an initiative that may move the commission into presenting it, Kirsten said, if we don't act on it, we'll have a lot of explaining to do, and I think we'll end up having an unhappy parliament. We do not like an unhappy parliament. Later at the same event, EU lawmaker Eva Kali confirmed that she will be holding the pen on Parliament's new report, and she wants to avoid all the controversies of MICA, which focuses on regulating individual entities such as crypto wallet companies. We need to rethink the regulatory approach and move towards implementing an activity-based regulation rather than an entity-based one for NFTs, said Kali, a Greek left-wing lawmaker, adding that she wouldn't seek to constrain the sector too much. 
It should not be in just one box of media. It deserves a custom regime that can be used in many industries, she added, that the final report would take as long as six months to draft. MICA requires crypto companies to register with the authorities and meet consumer protection and financial stability norms, but officials also worry that although NFTs ostensibly represent articles like artworks, they are prone to the same kind of abusive behavior that plagues more conventional financial markets such as price manipulation. While in principle, MICA applies only to fungible tokens, there's a quote-unquote lot of pros in the final draft concerning exactly what self-proclaimed NFTs might actually fall under the law, and the framework doesn't always get it right, Kirsten said. The legislation, quote, has a very particular sentence in which they say NFTs are a part of a large series or a collection. That's an indicator that it's fungible, which is technically incorrect. Whether or not it's right, the great confusion about what exactly NFT creators and exchanges like OpenSea will be able to expect once this law takes effect in 2024. We haven't seen a case where existing NFTs in the market would fall into MICA. Gabriel Comunge, Deputy Assistant Secretary of the French Ministry of Economy, told the same conference hosted by Blockchain for Europe on Tuesday. For more information on this story, you can head on over to the show notes. And finally, in this story from Cointelegraph, the decline of the NFT market does not seem to be a problem for Swiss cryptocurrency-focused bank Seba, as the firm now allows its customers to store NFTs. Seba Bank launched a regulatory custody program allowing its clients to store NFTs, the firm announced on October 26th. The NFT custody solution enables Seba Bank's retail and institutional clients to store an Ethereum-based NFT, including tokens from world-famous NFT collections like the Board Ape Yacht Club and CryptoPunks per the firm. There is no marketplace integration with Seba Bank at this time, a spokesperson told Cointelegraph. The company will also provide due diligence at the client's request before deciding whether to provide a custody for a certain NFT or not. The custody service offered is by no means restricted to top collections, they stated. Seba's new NFT custody platform is designed to provide its customers with secure storage for their NFTs without managing the private keys themselves. The feature is integrated into customers' bank accounts, allowing clients to include their NFTs in their total wealth picture and manage them like any other digital asset. A representative for the firm stated that Seba Bank is the first regulated bank to offer NFT custody, expressing confidence in a bright future for NFTs. We believe that in the coming years, digital assets, including NFTs, will gain adoption and will be increasingly accepted even by traditional finance operators. And for more information on this and other stories, you can head on over to the show notes. You can also head over there to sign up for our NFT platform and also sign up to the BitMart Exchange, where you can start trading immediately and get up to $3,000 in a sign-up bonus. For all of us here at BitMart, I'm Matt Ryan.